to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Hello again. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast presented by Euro Fantasy League for the very best in online fantasy football with a variety of games from La Liga, Premier League, Serie A, Bundesliga. They have it all. Make sure you go to EuroFantasyLeague.com. They have a Champions League game as well at Fantasy-Champions-League.com. we got a fun episode planned. A uh, good friend of the podcast, Sandro Austini of Itempo, will be coming on in just a minute. But I first have to give an acknowledgement to our latest patron, Paul Pacetti, who you can find on Twitter at Paulie P83 again at Paulie P83. Thank you so much for the support, Paul. Really, really appreciate it. If you would like to become a patron of the podcast, you can go to the support tab on romapress.us or you can go to uh, patreon.com slash romapress. What you get extra podcast episodes, early access to the podcast and some extra content. So thanks to all of those of you who are currently patrons and thank you again to you, Paul. Uh, It is greatly, greatly appreciated. So going to bring on Sandro now, we discuss a variety of things. So uh, first we touched upon the market, obviously, with only a week left. That seems to be the hot button topic for everybody. Um, And one of the upcoming episodes, um, I've been asked a couple of times to divulge and talk a little more about the financial um, the financial um, standing of Roma, why it doesn't seem like they're making very many purchases, when in the summer they, they make a ton of sales, why aren't they doing so. Um, frankly, I, I've talked about that in the past, but not at great length, um, simply because I didn't really think there was an appetite for it. I write about it a lot, and if, if I'm quite frank with you, the content is not very easily digested. Maybe it's because it's a website and you're reading. But after I write those very long articles that have to do with Roma, how much they've earned in the Champions League, frankly, those aren't viewed very much. Now, granted, again, maybe that has something to do with reading as opposed to listening to it on a podcast, perhaps people are more interested in that way. If that's the case, I will absolutely talk more about it. Um, again, in you know, one of the upcoming episodes here, I, I, I will talk about it more. I've actually had two people DM me within the last 24 hours asking me to talk about that, which I have no problem doing. I, I That's the part of Roma that interests me quite a bit. Again, I write a ton about it, but it doesn't seem to be viewed a lot, which led me to believe that maybe a lot of people just simply aren't interested in that portion of the club. But if people want to hear about it on a podcast, believe me, whatever you guys want me to talk about, whatever you want Andy and I to debate, whoever you want us to bring on as a guest, I am more than open to that. So if you have any suggestions as far as content, guests, throw it my way. I am always open to feedback. But again, frankly, uh, the financial stuff, I didn't really think people had an appetite for it. But if that's not the case, happy to talk about it. I write every summer, um, or not every summer, I don't know why I said summer. Every year I write about the annual financial release that Roma publish. 
and I write at great detail about it. Every year I write about the Champions League, how much Roma earned from that particular season from the competition. So it's something that really interests me. I frankly, again, didn't think that interested a lot of people here, but more than happy to talk about it. So that will be coming up in a episode in the near future, just to give everybody a little bit of background, a little bit of an idea of where they are now, Roma, how they've improved over recent years, their financial standing, and where they could be headed in the future. Um, because I know that is a point of concern for a lot of people. So uh, I won't delay it any further. Let me bring Sandro on now. You can find him on Twitter at A-L-E-A-U-S, the number eight, the number one. Again, A-L-E-A-U-S, the number eight, the number one. Here he is without any further ado, Sandro Rostini of Il Tempo. Okay, Sandro is with me now. Sandro, thank you for joining. Um, the question I've been getting, and I know you've been getting it a lot, Roma, they sell all these players in the summer, and everybody wants to know, where's the money? Um, could, could you give a little bit of information on that? Hello, John. Hello, everybody. It's a good question, <laughs> uh, but I got the answer. Uh, the money is in, in the cash, in the balance of S Roma, because mm. every year they... They spend a lot of money to pay the players every year more, every season more, uh, because Roma spend more uh, of what they get from TV and stadium and what else. So uh, it's normal for me that now they don't have any money to, to buy a player for, uh, in this transfer window. Uh, if you if you remember, uh, last year uh, was the same. Uh, Roma get only Jonathan Silva on loan was uh, under a million of euro that transfer. So uh, for me, there is not any surprise. Uh, you have to know that last season Roma got. Uh, 100 millions from Champions League uh, because they they played semi-final uh, this year you don't know how far uh, Roma will go in, a, in the tournament uh, now an estimate uh, income about 70 million euro from this actual Champions League mm. so there are 30 million <laughs> left uh, it's it's true that Roma this season got three new sponsors, jersey sponsor for training sponsor uh, and the back sponsor. Uh, and it's about 20 millions uh, totally from these three agreements. But um, the cost uh, is higher than last season. Uh, Roma last summer bought 12 players, 12, a lot. A lot of them was expensive. Cristante, 30 million euros. Clivert, 15. Uh, Zonzi, 25. Pastore, 25. <laughs> the money, uh, the money was there, was put it there. And I think a lot of this, I, I get a lot of this, uh, these questions today because I'm sure you saw it. The Deloitte uh, Money League comes out. It shows Roma, the 15th uh, richest club in all of Europe. But 
obviously, I think a little of that is misleading. We saw this past year, even you mentioned the Champions League, even after all this this money from, from that tournament, um, the Roma still had an operating loss of 26 million euros. Now, this is down from 42 millions a year before, but they still have a loss. So with that in mind, do you think they will do anything in January? Uh the 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 current answer is who knows because mm. there is one week left you can receive an offer that now you are not considering from a player for a player you want to sell so it's it's hard to say yes or not yeah if i have to guess i guess no no transfer incoming and no no selling now this is the situation roma is not uh, buying any anyone and is not selling anyone apart from some young players maybe to uh, to give them experience in some little club but mm, now i answer not but i'm not sure because uh, nobody knows what what can happen in a week um, if someone want to buy jacko i uh, I say uh, a name, well, could be anyone else, uh, offer uh, 30, 40 million euros, Roma can can agree. So mm. let's wait, let's see what's happening, but mm, there are no signals about, uh, no rumors, no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, Monchi is, is considering some a couple of players for the, the, the summer market. Uh, you know the names, Gianluca Mancini, defender of Atalanta, Sandro Tonali, midfielder from Brescia, but they are target for, for next season, not for now. So in your article, you, you wrote an article yesterday about Mancini and it seemed like Atalanta, as you just mentioned, could be open to a paid loan, uh, in prestito and rosso. Um, with an obligation to buy at 25 millions of euros. So when we posted that yesterday here, the, I got a ton of questions. Uh, you know, why wouldn't Roma just pay a few millions of euros now? And it's clear they don't have it, yes? No, they don't have it. They don't have it. That's the, that's the point. Uh, Atalanta asked for 3 million euros for the loan by Roma don't have 3 million euros now to pay. So simple. <laughs> but if, for example, uh, Roma sell, um, no, not, not Roma. If Pescara, for example, sells Machine to Genoa or any other club, Roma get the 50%. Right. Okay. So if the price of Machine is 4 million, Roma got, Roma will get two million euro. This is why I, I I told you before. Who knows what's happening in in these days? Okay, but now the situation today is that Roma don't have any million to to spend for Mancini loan or for any other operation. And I've wrote some things about it. You've wrote some things about it. What what can you say about uh, the operation for Tony Sanabria? to uh, Genoa? Uh, it's, it's complicated because 
uh, Roma as an option uh, to buy him this summer for 14 and a half million of euros. But Betis dealed with Genoa to a loan of 18 months. So it's strange that they doing this deal because Roma as this option is actually valid, no? So uh, they they talking between the three clubs with the player. Uh, the guy want to go to Genoa, come back in Italy. I don't know why, but he, he wants to come <laughs> back in Serie A. No, but. Uh, uh, I remember his father is not <laughs> is not so not so calm. So yeah. maybe there's some mm-hmm. problem with the coach. I I, I can't imagine. No. So uh, and and, and Betis bought uh, Linus, the the young guy from Mexico. No, he's a striker. So maybe there is no space more for Sanabria. Uh, and Roma will get fifty percent like Machine. Uh, if Betis so, set, will sell, uh, definitely uh, Sanabria to another club. So it's not convenient for Roma that he, he goes to loan in loan on loan in for a long periods. But Roma cannot say anything about the loan. Roma can buy or not Sanabria in uh, next summer. Very complicated to to tell you how they can escape from this situation. I don't yeah. know. They're talking. Now, another another name that uh, Roma technically control is the Frel. What do you think happens with him? Even though Giampaolo did say that he will remain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I've, it's a bit expensive, the Frel, maybe, no? for his real value. Uh, I don't know if someone wants to spend 50 million, 60 million euros for the Frel. He started very well this season, scored a lot of goals, but then he stopped. So I don't know. He, he wants to move. The rumor says that he wants to move. There are some interests in Premier League, Newcastle, maybe, or. Help me. Uh... Yeah, uh, Fulham. I, I mean, I spoke with, I mean, we published it last week, but we spoke with Pacetta. I mean, he's he's an odd guy. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I asked him about Newcastle, and, and he said maybe. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's possible he still goes. Okay. Maybe uh, possible, yeah. Just one week left. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Not much time. And uh, I, I've read the last news about now, the some about minutes the ago. No. About the no no about the the club. Uh, oh, the Guido new CEO. Fienga, yeah, the new CEO Guido Fianga is the new CEO. He was COO, and now right. he became CEO. Uh, Mauro Baldisson is vice president. <laughs> so this uh, is a, a new asset. I don't know how, how do you call it of the club, but with the yeah, same yeah, like same, a hierarchy. Yeah, same manager, changing position, and and Fienga is now uh, more involved now in the, in the strategies, even even more. Um, Baldissoni, I think he will work a lot on stadium project that is. 
very important for Roma future. Now, now, why did Gandini leave? Obviously, his, his contract expired, but was there a reason why he decided to leave the club? The first reason that he, want, he wanted to do more, because it's not simple to, in Roma, work as a CEO with Baldissoni in. So Baldissoni is the, is the, the manager really, really near to President Palotta. And all decisions are made by Pallotta talking with Baldissoni. Uh, Gandini maybe won, wanted more space no, in the strategy, so he left. I think this is the, the reason. Hmm, interesting. So um, I had one, um, I asked people for questions to ask you, and a question from Angelo. He wants to know, Assuming Roma finish in the top four, who do you think is the most likely to remain in the summer? Uh, Lorenzo Pellegrini, Zaniolo, neither or both? Remain, remain. For me, Lorenzo Pellegrini, for sure. I'm pretty sure that Zaniolo will stay one more year. For sure. I, I hope forever but <laughs> one more year i'm i'm pretty sure because they extending his contract and they don't want to sell him so i can tell you these two guys uh clivert i don't think he's living anywhere uh, i'm not sure about under and manolas for example and jacko i'm not sure about them interesting interesting now Zaniolo, he appointed a new agent very recently. Um, very, I mean, a very uh, got a pretty well-known agent. He's the same agent as Santon. I assume that you think the renewal will arrive soon? Yeah, I think in February they will meet again. Roma made, made a bid uh, about 800 uh, 800 uh, uh, <laughs> not a million okay how do you say 800 mila no no you're right 800,000 is 800 mila okay uh, and Daniel asked for 1 million and 200 okay so okay, there the distance is not big not so big so you're, you're, you're doubting your English you, you speak better English than most of the people we have on here <laughs> no, 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 it's not true. Thank you, but it's not true. No, it's I good. understand everything now, but I'm very, it's very difficult to 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 talk with you because no, uh, no, no, no. It's I fine. translate in an Italian way, so I have to change my mind and I have to think in English. That is very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you, are, you, are, you, are, you have a language very simple, but we are more complicated in Italian, in Italy, so on. No, I think English is more difficult. Mm, do you see? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I learned it when I was like five. I I, I don't know. But anyway, um, so so Zaniolo, um, you've been you've been talking a lot about Mancini of Atalanta, and we we mentioned him earlier. Do do you think Monchi sees him as as sort of the heir to Manolas, or do you think he sees him more? of a replacement uh, to Fazio? Mm, I, I don't know. Monchi don't want to sell Manolas. 
this is sure, my, any sports director wants to keep the, the, the best player in, in the squad. It's, it's obvious. But Manolas has a, has a close, uh, clausula right? the, as a yeah. buyout option, no? So, some, yeah, buyout clause. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have to know first what, what wants to do Manolas. He wants to quit. He wants to go to Premier League. He wants to get more money. Uh, so I don't know, but they would be they would be with Mancini, a good uh, defender couple, no. But it's is not that they are right footed, but they they can play together for me. Mm. Because Mancini is better on passing, for example, than yes. Morales. From is better on starting the, uh, the to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, the action. So uh, Morales is stronger in uh, head with head, and uh, is quicker than Mancini. So we hope to to see them together. Uh, will be great. Will be great. I think Fazio. He, he will not be uh, a starting player of Roma next season. I, I, I hope. I hope that for me, Fazio is a good replacement now. But he, if Roma wants to uh, do better, to uh, I think they have to replace Fazio in the starting eleven. I agree. But maybe maybe Monchi will will buy two players and Mancini another one and Salman Ras. Well, Mancini scores a lot of goals too. Um, he would be second in. Uh, uh, he'd be the second highest scorer at Roma. He has five goals in the league, um, which I, I think says a lot about. Uh, it's, 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 it's an Atalanta system because if you remember, Caldara did the same. He right. scored about exactly ten goals last year. No, in the same way, the the, the central defender in Atalanta is a uh, is like a midfielder. Eh? Right. They go in. Uh, they go forward. Yeah, and yeah, we will do. see it. We will see it on Saturday. So speaking of that, um, I assume that you think it will be very difficult for Roma to get all three points at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough game. Very tough game. Atalanta tied with Juventus at home. They won with. Inter, Lazio, they tied in San Siro with AC Milan. They are a very good team. For me, they are a very good opponent. Uh, so for Roma, will not be easy. And, and a draw could be a good result for me. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I think a draw would be a yeah. good result as well. Yeah. Um, so, so last question. Very here. difficult we... to play in Bergamo. Oh, I've yeah. I've... I've talked about the stadium. I've talked about the city. Um, Bergamo is one of the places in all of Italy that I hate most. <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk much about that. Um, I agree. I agree. Uh, ugh, terrible. So we, we, we mentioned him very briefly. I'll make this the last one. So we mentioned um, Dzeko. You mentioned, you know, if, if, if a, a, a offer arrived for him, things could obviously change. What do you think his future is like. Um, do you think he leaves in the summer? Uh, 
I don't know. It's possible because Jacko in summer will have the contract. Just, uh, one year contract left. So yes, to consider his last chance in his career, I think if some club offers him, uh, I don't know, two years contract, three year contract, I think he he will accept. I don't know if he if he wants to come back in uh, Premier League. Don't know that. Uh, he didn't want to to go to Chelsea one year ago. You remember mm, because Chelsea right. didn't offer him a two-year con, a three-year contract as he asked. Was a, a contract problem. Uh, he lives very well in Rome. Is eh? he likes Rome? His wife likes Rome. They're really integrated. They are happy here. But yes, to make a decision. The last important decision in his career, maybe. Uh, so it depends who will ask Jacko, uh, and then he will decide with Roma, uh, with Monchi. Uh, but Roma, for me, is has started to think about the future without Jacko. Yes, because he's not he's not young, right? Uh, uh, so they have to do it. It's, it's sad because he's a, he's a very big player. For me, he's the best player in Roma. He was very important last year in Champions League. So he did very well this season in Roma, but he's a very good striker, but uh, he's not young. So they have to, to think about uh, a new striker in next one, two t- season. And finally, between he and Pastore, I mean, they are the two highest earners in the team. Um, I believe the two of them combined are nearly 8 millions of euros. Do you think both of them could leave in the summer? Especially Pastore. Tore. I don't know if anyone wants Pastore. Do you think I, No, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe, maybe to China? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he wants to go to China. His wife is an Italian girl. Right from yes. Sicily, I think they they live very well in Rome. They're happy here. He wants to play for sure. It's it's a difficult moment for a difficult season for Pastore, but it's not easy so, for me to sell him. Let's let's see if what happened with him. But it, I think it's it's easier to find a club who wants to buy Jacko than Pastore. Hmm. Interesting. I agree. I I think. Yeah, I think Jekyll has a far bigger market than Pastore would. Um, all right, well, Sandro, thank you so much for your time. You're the best. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Pleasure, John. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Sandro. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode. Andy and I will hopefully be back tomorrow to discuss Atalanta Roma. If not, you will hear from us after the match to hopefully – discussing and debating a positive topic, not a negative one, because I I do think this match is important, especially when you consider Lazio or playing Juve. So we will leave it there. Um, I appreciate all the listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you for all the feedback. If you could do us a huge, huge favor, because this helps us out with getting potential sponsorships, if you could rate and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, it uh, it really, really helps. So I appreciate everybody who listens, everybody who shares. It means so much to us. I, I can't tell you. It, it, it truly helps us. And 
I appreciate all the time that you guys take in listening, reading, everything, retweeting, liking. It means the world to us. So uh, we will leave it there. And until next time, everybody, ciao.